Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Flats and Shanks podcast. I'm the Flats part, and he is the... Shanklin part. Flats and Shanklin. Flats and Shanklin, coming to you live, wherever you are, gym. I bet you're in the gym, or in the car, on a commute, on the train, reading the Telegraph, or the sun. We appeal to everyone. Um, Sometimes people say uh, to me... Stop fidgeting. what me? Yeah, I'm not. You are. I can hear it in the background. So can our listeners, and they're the I'm ones not, that. I'm not, boy. Mean, well, you're breathing heavy. Because I'm, we- I'm wearing a shell suit. Um, some people say to me, I, I saw it in the Times last week, and I've had a few people say it to me in the last couple of months. I saw it in the Times. I know I shouldn't be reading the Times, but this is what so and so said, and I never quite understand. I understand why people don't like the Daily Mail. Kind of, I think that's getting less and less. Uh, aggressively right wing but then i i feel like i don't quite understand i understand why people don't like the sun i don't quite understand why we're why people don't want the times is it because certain guy owns it do you know i like i like the times i subscribe for the sport yeah i do uh, i also quite like a little read of the sun because if no, that's too much if i didn't read the sun online now and again then i wouldn't know that Thom evans is dating nicole scherzinger Oh, is he? Yeah. What's yeah. he got that I haven't? Nothing. Name me, yeah. I was about to say, name me, I don't know, two. Two or three things. Isn't there anything? No. Um, mm. Yeah, oh, good on him. Boy's, um, boy's done good. Yeah, but... Oh, you don't uh, like her, do you? No, not your type. No, 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 he's lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, I don't know. What I would say to you, what I'd say to that is this. I hope they are truly happy. I'm sure he is okay. over the moon. Yeah, but I hope they're truly happy. Yeah. Okay. Why wouldn't right, they be? Good. You're such a pessimist. I'm not. Why can't you just be happy for people? Um, actually, on the yeah, subject now, we have got, well, you've got a, a massive apology to make. I've got two apologies to make, boy. First two. one, you and your blabbermouth are getting yourself into trouble again. <laughs> you talked I'm about Tiki Tonga last week. You, you talk about... You talked about Tiki Tonga last week and you've really put your foot in it because that's the type of guy you are. You speak first, you think second, and it gets you into trouble. And I can I can name five or six things that you've done where you've not thought about it and you've just blurted out without thinking about it. And come on, let's go. My first apology is uh, to you, Tommy, for requesting that we move this pod to Monday evening instead of Monday afternoon as planned. I know you don't like me moving stuff, but my little girl's hockey ended up being, I thought it was one minute away, ended up being an hour away, and I really want to go and watch it. 
Yeah, you like. And I'm really glad I did. You like my mate Blum or Budgie. Um, just got an excuse for everything. Just, uh, it's just, not an excuse. It's a reason. Ah, a reason. Whatever. It's there's always something like Budgie. Budgie didn't turn up for touch rugby the other night a couple of weeks ago because he forgot he was turning up and had a massive, his words, massive chicken Kiev an hour before. So, so he didn't turn up. Hang on, you can't play a game of touch on a chicken Kiev after an hour. Who is he? How sensitive is this Budgie? Well, I you know, know budgie. some people get nervous, don't they, before games? So, were you, you playing? Know, is that why he was nervous? You're meant to eat three and a half hours, four hours before a big game, and you know, any was he worried? Was he worried you were going to take him apart? Any physical activity for him is a big deal. So, um, yeah, his, wed- his wedding's neck. coming up, and you know, he's on a crash diet. He's not started yet. No, is he? He's not start, he's starting next week. It's a week on Saturday. He's starting next week. He's going for a stone. He's going for a stone in six days. <laughs> he needs multiple bouts of food poisoning. Oh man. Yeah, bearing in mind now, listeners, his body shape is like Diego Maradona. <laughs> the bad days. Now, not yeah. then. Okay. So that, mate, you don't have to apologize to me ever. That's not true. Um, your sister, you're, you've got credit in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. You did wish, actually. Oh, you very nearly did it. Best she wished too for a while. <laughs> um, oh, the other one shake. is... Sorry, go on. Yeah, uh, last week, I... Um, well, actually, you, you've got an apology to make in a sec that I think you've forgotten. You, uh, I, uh, I mentioned um, Brad Barrett's coffee company, Tiki Tonga Coffee, and... I just kind of what well, I didn't I didn't uh, denigrate the company in any way, but I just I assumed incorrectly that it was one of um, the companies, one of the companies that has been set up, one of the companies that Saracens have um, done on the side makes it sound dodgy, but done on the side as a sort of an extra investment type thing, whatever you want to call it, whatever we're calling it. Turns out it's entirely separate from Saracens. It's uh, Brad Barrett and his mate, who's his business partner. So um, mm. I'm actually quite glad to, you know, when um, you know when a newspaper cocks something up and they put something on a little collar, little in the corner of page sixty three. Yes, this is one. This is one of those situations where I'm quite glad to be incorrect because I really like Brad and I want him to do well. And they're a young company. And how they did don't you find out to... about this? Did they? That's private. Okay. I was going to say that's to private. Page you or something? No, I sent a tel- they sent a letter, a telegram. Um, a, guy, a guy arrived on a horse with a letter. Um, you've got an apology because you you made a mistake. I you know how you load. can't. You know you can't. You know how you can't make mistakes in our job. Yeah, because people love it too much. Are you talking um, about no budge, uh, no wage cap in Europe? No. Why have you got to be so arrogant and feel like you know everything all the time? And you're just making you know this is you do this all the time. You just write off whole leagues. You write off, you know. Well, if I'm apologising for that, then Brian O'Driscoll has to also apologise because he he said it on the BT Highlights show. He said he said there's a dear God there's there's no salary cap in Europe. Is it Keith Wood. <laughs> <laughs> but like you like the Murphys, I'm not bitter. Um, he but said what, it as well. What, what, yeah. What we assume is, listen, I think what we assume is lazily over here in England slash Wales is that even if there's a wage cap in France, they all ignore it anyway because they're all mad. And uh, we might be wrong. Hmm. Uh, right? I'm, not, I'm not actually sure. Is there a wage cap in Europe? Do we know? Yeah, there is, yeah. Nick Butterworth told us. Are you sure? Yeah, there is a salary cap, yeah. When okay. they declare their salaries, it's often like, oh my God, that is unbelievable that is an unbelievable amount of money but that's the entire company they often or certainly what the last couple of years or couple of years, up until a couple of years ago it might have changed All right, recently, well if you're getting what, on what my they, grill and a couple of other what, pro- gone obviously honestly sometimes uh, so what they declared was often it would be everyone's salaries including everyone that works for the business all the coaches okay. groundsmen marketing department and it's like whoa that's three times ours yeah yeah but they spend more and there's more so is there anyway. a cap on it then if they're declaring everyone else's salary no Nick Nick Butterworth sent us a message on it because he used to do some work on it. Should we read it out? Um, well, Taught me to. Well, no, it's okay. I mean, we, we can discuss it next week when I grill you. But what, I'm, what I was going to say is that if you're getting on my grill about that, then friends, public, um, 
please get in contact with Brian O'Driscoll because he needs to apologise as well, you know, because he's done it. He's worse than me, if anything. He's done it live on TV. I think with Brian, Brian is he love he loves to interact about this stuff as well because he loves the conversation, doesn't he? Yeah, oh mate, he's he's a huge political figure as well in Ireland. So um, he'll speak to his team. Um, he abs- he absolutely loves it. I'm sure he'll do a one on one interview like uh, Prince Andrew, and uh, we'll get to the bottom of it. All right. So basically, the Welsh cap, the Welsh cap, the French cap. Let's do it in pounds, okay? The French salary cap is nine point five million pounds a year. The English cap is seven million pounds a year plus two excluded players. You know the marquee players. There's also credits given to to the credit. Yeah, to yeah. Get all that. Home, homegrown players, internationals. So that could easily get up from seven to nine point five million for any team that wants to go there. So you could add uh, but, that in, can you? The credits that you get for homegrown. Yeah, what what it happens? Through. It just means that you know at for example, Bath, Charlie Yules, he was brought through the academy system, or Jamie George at Sarries. For for Jamie George, I, yeah. I think they would get you get compensation for England internationals from the yeah. RFU. You also the first I'm making this up, the first thirty or the first sixty grand or whatever of Charlie Yules or Jamie George's contract who came through all the academies, that doesn't count against the cap. So you still have to spend it, but I think it doesn't count against the cap. So okay. if you produce loads of your own players, a a percentage of their salary, it doesn't count against the cap. So you, I, I, I was told by a club owner that you can spend up to ten point six legally with all the credits if you get maximum credits. That could be balls. We'd had a, I had had a, he sorry had had a couple of bottles of wine. I hadn't. I was working at a dinner, but he told me that it was a he. That's the only clue I'm giving you. Um, but anyway. Basically, you can you can reasonably easily get an English Premiership club salary bill up to the same as the level the cap level in France. So, was it a chairman or a director of rugby that said? I'm not telling you, chairman. Okay, someone likes a drink then. Someone who looks like they like a drink. It wasn't Tony Rowe. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, okay, fine, um, but. Interesting news that has been announced today is, and it's Monday, listeners, is that Saracens aren't going to appeal. They're not going to appeal. They're going to pay the five, circa five million pound. and 5.36, yeah. They are going to start the season with, what, what is it, minus 36? Minus, well, they're minus 22 now, aren't they? Yeah. So they've obviously looked at that and they've, Realise that probably well. If if you appeal it, can the ban get worse? We don't know. I don't know if no, you know. I don't know. No, they were only they weren't appealing the punishment, were they? No, I've I've seen I've seen the um I've seen the quotes from Nigel Ray about you know he doesn't want us to drag into the game and everything. But you know if you if you think yeah if you think you're guilty, of course you're not going to appeal it, or you don't think you're going to win. So it seems to be quite black and white there. But obviously Saracens think they're going to do a job. And still qualify next year, get above the bottom, and probably will. Probably will. What do you reckon? I, yeah, I. You I need you need you... a team to have a shocker, don't you? Like, say, who was poor last year? Who went down last year? Newcastle. Well, I think I think from now onwards, basically, if they perform this season as they did last season, that could be more difficult because. Made could be made made more difficult by the fact loads of the lads just played in the World Cup could be made easier by the fact that they might just conveniently have a few twisted ankles for Europe and effectively throw Europe. Yeah, no, they might think, not. But. I think that I think we saw that the weekend with the team they picked. But if you look at the last three or four years, they finished what top or second all the way through. So they're backing themselves. Uh, but if it doesn't, you know what it's like if you lose a couple of games. You lose a little bit of confidence. I'm not saying that's going to happen to Saracens, but it can. Um, then that's a huge ask. And for a massive club like Saracens, what are you saying? Saracens, the man city of of yeah. the Gallagher? Yeah. To see a team like that go down. I don't think they were. If they perform in the league like they did last season, yeah. they will end up in ninth or tenth place, I think. And you might say it's harder to do that because suddenly they've got to do Europe and everything post-World Cup. 
I don't think they'll put everything into Europe, no matter what they say. And I think if they concentrate purely on the league, I think they can do it. And I haven't. I need to sit down and have a proper look at it. But I don't. Yeah, I, I wish I had as well. They, I still don't think they're gonna. Um, the reason I don't think they're gonna go down is because since when, by whatever means, since when has this Saracens team kind of not come up with the goods when they're under fire, when they're under pressure? When they've when have they been under pressure? A couple of years ago, they lost six out of seven, didn't they? Yeah, but that's not, that's not pressure like going down the league or being dro- relegated. Well, it was everyone writing them off and Wasp put 60 on them at home and it was mm. brutal. And you think, well, I wonder how they respond to that. And they got absolutely slammed by Wasp that time. And then yeah. they were, they came back. So it's all relative. It's not pressure like London Irish and other, you know, Bristol a few years ago have faced and Worcester faced. This it's is survival. This is yeah, that is I reckon that's the same pressure they've got now as the Bristol, the Worcesters, the Newcastles. This is pressure for survival. Yeah, not so. Bristol anymore. No. But I think but I I I, I can't envisage no, I can't this either. this Saracen squad capitulating. No. And I think I do not think they're gonna go down. And I need to do the maths, but I'm pretty confident that once I've done the maths, I will still think that. I was planning on having a look at the math. Um, with the last few seasons prior to this podcast, but just been caught up in stuff, baking bread, bathing, um, yeah. all the standard if stuff. If it was like really. a proper job and we had an office, we could go and do it, and that's what? no excuse. But it's like today, watching the Peppa Pig, um, watching Peppa Pig, and the Bing Bong song. And, yeah, uh, let's let's sit down. I, this morning, I had a list Brick-a-brack. of. I've added loads of. Um, articles to my reading list, you know, on my phone, my iPad, or whatever, and it's like, right, I'm actually going to take. Just an hour and a half on what is effectively a day off, meant to be apart from this, to read it. And real life takes over, mate. There is no, there has been no Tony window to read it in, mm. not one. I actually need to do not that. One. I need to, I mean, I'm pretty good at adding stuff to watch, but I don't really add stuff to read. And I, I look at things on on social media or on apps and I think, oh, do you know what? I really want to read that because I really want to read about the new all the money coming in now from the CVC investment into the WIU and that the regions are going to get an extra 35 million, I think. Um, I, I meant to read that, but I've not had time yet. So tonight, after Touch Rugby, um, with my winner's medal, I'll probably have a little look at that in bed whilst trying to catch up on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Um, nightmare being on standby for that because, yeah. Got to stay in shape. Well, you? You can't, I can't go on holiday. Um, I can't leave the country, so I'm literally here. You know, I can't, I can't even cover any BT games away from um, the UK. So yeah. that's why you've not seen me. Um, what have you been up to, our kid? Um, well, not not watching that actually, but that's not um, basically because Hask is in it. I really and Ian Wright, who we're, we're Ian Wright and I are like basically best friends. We're really, really close. Um, is, it called, is it true he calls you Dave Wrong? Is it? <laughs> right in Brighty. It's right in Brighty and right in Wrongen. Calls me the Wrongen. Um, he, uh, did I tell you about... I met you before then. God, sorry, what? Did I tell you about when he... What? He knows my history. Did I tell you the, about when he uh, recognised me at Soho Farmhouse because I'm posh? Yeah. Did I tell you about that? Um, I, yeah, you've, I... I can't remember. We've done it on the pot. I, yeah, you've told me about the time you met Ian Wright, but basically, it, we spent a day together with uh, Triumph, like a riding day motorbike, and he's he is nuts, by the way. Yeah, but we had a really good day and whatever. And I didn't expect him to know who I was, and he basically saw me from across the restaurant bit in San Francisco. He goes, "Hey!" and walks over, and he's like, "Hey, big man, how are you, big man?" <laughs> Someone who doesn't know he their name. Nothing. He had nothing, mate. I was like, "Hello, hello, little fella." <laughs> I thought, hello, righty. I was going to say it's it's flats, and he was like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I just, I held it in because I was scared. Well, how about this, right? I'm, um, I'm sat in the Millennium Centre on Sunday morning around half past 10. I walked there across Cardiff Bay. It's a nice little walk, okay? Um, yeah. The kids are messing around. I'm sat with my middle child, and um, she's seven. And we're sat there. She's sat in my lap. We're having a little hug. And a man walks over with his wife, and they're probably, I'm guessing, around 60 years old. And he's looking at me going, I know you. I bloody know you, don't I? Don't I? Where do I know you from? It's Tom, isn't it? Tom. And I was like, yeah, former rugby player, mate. He goes, uh, 
Tom Tom Wanklin, isn't it? Oh no. And I mean Oh no. Yeah. And he's not joking either. He's I'm waiting for something like Ah, just joking. He's not. He honestly He, he thinks uh, He thinks yeah. my name is Wanklin and my little girl then says What what's he why is he called you Wanklin? I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. He's just messed it up, isn't he? The best bit is that that's obviously what they call you in their house. Yeah. Yeah. Because they think because they don't like you as a bloke. They, oh. Your body language, your behaviour makes you the sort of guy that neutrals don't like. They're everywhere. You are now one of them. Imagine imagine if I ever had a good game or, or did something really well. Like, you know, I subbed off. They'd be like, oh, I love you. I love Wanklin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. loose, but okay, fine. Anyway, what else have you been up to? Apart I'm, going, from... I'm, going to watch, I'm going to watch film tonight, aren't I? What? You don't laugh at me now. I'm going to the cinema on my own. I quite like doing that. No, it's okay. I I love me time, mate. Honestly, yeah, I love it. I'm I... going to watch. Uh, sorry, sorry, we missed you. Ken Loach is apparently it's very very sad, but very very good. I'm going to watch it at the little the little theatre cinema in Bath with a little. I'll have a bottle of water and a bag of Revels. What time's the show I'm in? Sitting me a little warm coat. Eight forty-five PM. It is. It's quite Ooh, late. It's a I'm late a big one. Boy now. That's a late a on a school night. night. Um, I went to see point. last Tuesday in Bristol in the Hippodrome. I saw The Lion King. How was it? Very good. Very good. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, the lady who played Rafiki was just the best. Mufasa sounded like um, James Earl Jones. Just trying to think of his yeah. name then. Uh, That's what you want. Brilliant. Scar was good. Zazu was good. Uh, it was just brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Loved it. Um, and next time I'll take my kids and family. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I took them. I took them. Uh, it was really good. You did. You're horrible. I enjoyed yeah, yeah. it. It's, well done. I'm off to see uh, something about a Mormon soon. Um, Do you mean Book of uh, Mormon? Book of Mormon. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I'm off to see that soon. Uh, so that was good. Um, in London? Um, no. Uh, what? New York. What? <laughs> Stop it. You watching it in New York? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I went up to Reading, wow. or should I say, across to Reading on Friday. You're not up. Yeah, thank you. Uh, David Kirk, Kirky, Kirkmeister was Captain. was MC in a dinner, and it was a tough one. It was a load of builders, um, and I mean they weren't too interested in David Kirk, to be honest. He struggled, and. Mm. I got up there and I had to try and break the ice somehow. And I said, I said, it's a tough job being an MC. Not everyone can do it. As you can see. <laughs> and uh, yeah, don't know if they, don't know, I don't know if they could hear me, but it was good to see Barnsley again. Terra Clobber, but he had patches on his was jacket. It Terra Clobber, was it? Yeah, he just had patches on his jacket. He had a, a, cord, a blue cord blazer. Yeah. Um, he had the khaki trousers on again, you know, with the pockets down the side. Oh, the combats? Yeah. Do you have Gore-Tex boots on again? No, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he, uh, he had a pair of Clarks on. Gator, do you have he gators had, on? He had a pair of Clarks <laughs> shoes on. But the, the trousers he had on, you know, they had a zip under the knee, so you could just unzip them if you wanted. If you got really <laughs> um, and he Did he have a T-shirt on <laughs> under his shirt? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's sewn. I don't know if it's sewn the elbow pads into his blazer or not. But anyway, he was there. he was on great form, great form. Love seeing Barnsley and Kelly Brown. Kelly Brown I was love there. Kelly Brown. Yeah, uh, with his guitar. With his guitar. Of went, course, he was. Went home to get it, uh, <laughs> and bought the house down because it was a tough. It was a tough audience, but he bought the house down with Sweet Caroline. He's saying to me, "No one laughed at your jokes." I don't do jokes anymore, mate. I don't. I'm just. What do you do? To go deep. Yeah. Talk about teamwork, dream work. You do. Are you, are you a motivational speaker now, effectively? If you don't want to be here, get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the girl coach always say, "If you're dead, mate, if you've got nothing left in the tank, you stick your hand up. You stick your hand up." I remember saying to doctor, "Mate, I am dead on my feet. I'm over." I've completely hit the wall. And this is me. I remember saying to the physio on the touchline, this is me putting my hand up. 
15 minutes later, I'd lost us the uh, Premiership semi-final. They wouldn't sub me off. <laughs> Honestly, it's true. I was broken. I was just rooted for some reason. I was rooted. And I was like, I've just got no energy. Like, I'm up for it. I've got no energy at all. I, not that I was super fit, but I'm... Yeah, I was given everything. No, normally, on 50-55, I'd be all right. Like, I got subbed off feeling all right normally. And they would always sub us off to keep us fit for the season. And when I needed to do 80, I just did 80. But it was fine. But I was like... I was like, I'm done. I'm smoked. And they then two scrum penalties later, we're not in the final. And I came off the pitch and they were like, yeah, sometimes you have a tough day. And I was like, sometimes you don't listen to your players. And so you told like, the pram, did you? Cause you no, had to, just, cause you I had was to annoyed. Because you had to play 80 minutes. Got upset. I didn't. They, they, no, they bit me off. They took me off after 70, disgraced. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hurting my knee in a game. And um, and I had, a dodgy, I had a dodgy right knee, right? And if I landed on Orkley... I don't know, it would like, I'd hurt the ligaments in it and stretch them. Anyway, I landed on this awkwardly and I went down and when there's a break in play and Mark Davis, Carcass, Welsh physio, still there now, right? Legendary, yeah. legendary bloke comes on the field. And I said, Carcass, when he's gone, when he's gone, mate. And he goes, well, no, no, look, it's still there. It's still there. Crack on. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. I got, I got subbed off then and about two minutes later when I was limping around. He's obviously had a message down from Get him off. Mike Ruddock saying something like, he's got to stay on. He's got to stay on. It's South Africa in Bloemfontein with 25 points behind. 10 minutes to go. We can still do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jesus. that. When, you, when you've actually got a proper injury and you want to yeah, go off and, like, they, and nope. they don't let you. I remember like, I remember uh, my nose getting bashed once. My nose got broken and the physio, and we had a like... The academy physio, I won't say his or her name, but academy physio was first team physio for the for a week or two, or match day, whatever. And he or she ran on, and I know we don't swear on this podcast, or we try very hard not to. We just don't do it. You might want to bleep this out or not. But imagine being on the floor, and you. This was before the days where you get knocked out and get taken don't off. Don't swear. Really bad. Don't swear. Just say something similar. Okay. Yeah, fine. I won't swear. And the and my nose, I can feel my nose has been. I felt put your hand on it. You know, when you chip your tooth, you always think it's a massive chip, and you can't quite get the scale of it. I put my hand on my face, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is a full Mike Tyndall. I'm gonna be disfigured like that weirdo." And mm. I, I was like, "Oh my nose!" And I was also, um, you know, I've been knocked out a bit basically, but it was just someone elbowed me. So um, on purpose, it turned out. But then the physio came on and went. Oh F, oh F, oh F, F, effing hell, effing hell, F, F, oh F, oh F, like that. And I basically grabbed him or her by like the shoulder and I said, shut the F up, basically. You're making it worse. And he's like, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm like, oh, I remember coughing and a load of blood came out. And she's like, oh my effing God, oh, oh so my effing God. It's a she. He, it's um, he. Were they being sick um, like that? Yeah, it's like, and in the end, I had it straightened and stuff like that day and it, it was all right, but it was like, did you start? I remember to, that. Did you start to get cold. Oh, I'm so cold. <laughs> but it was like, can you? Is it? Oh, is it? Is it? Oh, is it okay if you stay on? I was like, what? Is it okay if you stay on? They're asking and me. I'm like, they're asking me. Is it okay if you stay on? Yeah. Is it? Oh, she's got a hand on her ear. Is it her? Got a hand on her ear. Um. Is it, is it okay if you stay on? Like, uh. Yeah, I'd rather not. I think I might be in a bit of trouble here. Anyway, stayed on. Another time we had an Aussie physio. And we had a few of those. So, um. I won't say names, but ran on and I'd hurt my shoulder and I knew I'd done my shoulder because I'd done it before and I was like, oh my God, I'm in so much pain and I've done it. I think my career's over. He gets to me and he's like, mate, do you think you can carry on? I said, no, it's gone. Like something's gone. It's dislocated or something. Mate, it hasn't dislocated. Can you go on? Because so-and-so's on the bench and he's rooted. (laughs) I was like, what? He's not fit, mate. He's not fit. We just had to put him on the bench, okay? <laughs> so can you finish? No, 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 no. It was like, and I was out for, I was out for six months, ten months after that. So no, I couldn't have played on. Those are the days, boy. Anyway, I went to I went to Harrogate Pythons last week. The Harrogate Pythons rugger. They had Lowell last year, mm-hmm. big Lowell. They had Sean Fitzpatrick the year before that. Oh. Budgets slashed due to Brexit. I arrived. No pressure. Bought the house United. down. Bought the house down. Well, they had, they had no. They had, tell you what, they had the last three years have been Delalio, Leonard, Fitzpatrick. And now it's me. Do you know if I ever go to a big event like that where they've had some 
unbelievable guest speakers. I, I try, you've got to win the crowd, haven't you? Win the crowd, win your freedom. It's like Gladiator. Yeah. I'll get up with a pint and I'll, I'll go along the lines of, look, I know you've had some big guests here, so um, no pressure. No pressure at all. And I'll neck it left-handed. And I'll just, oh, with my right hand, I'll just raise the crowd up a little bit as I'm going. And uh, and then you got to mate. You got them. You can say anything. Then um, honestly, you can say anything. Do what you want. Yeah. If go yeah, to town. If you're in a working man's club in Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, what I do is I just get up and I find out who they've had the last couple of years and just slag them off. Even better. I just tell loads of bad stuff about them. Um, uh, so got that was fine. And then uh, that was good. And then you know, mate. You know, it's one of those fella. Late night. Late night boy. And then early doors taxi red eye train out of uh out of york which is a fair stretch from harrogate in a taxi and then down to london i got uh i do an event every year for moles for school you've done it with me fella you know it's a it's a mate of mine's school um in oxfordshire and um i have a lovely time is it oxfordshire have i made that up hmm. but you do it every year henley. so you know you're big you're big part of it so yeah it's in henley yeah, um okay. anyway the rac on pound mouse so that was nice and then unfortunately that there was a 5 a.m. taxi Saturday morning, Saturday, not Saturday yeah. morning, 5 a.m. in the morning, 5 a.m. taxi Saturday to Heathrow, flew to Glasgow to commentate on their game for BT, and it was a game. Mm. Okay, well, there you go. Shall we get into it? Shall we? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So, David, before we get into the Champions Cup, I just have to mention mm-hmm. a couple of things in the Challenge Cup, right? Um, they get a bit of a hard time on this podcast now and again, but the Dragons, the Gwent Dragons. Um, Talk to me. They've had a very good win against Castro. 31 they, yeah. 31-17. Um, they need a little bit of confidence, really, that team. There's there's some good players there, mate. They've still got Hibbard there. Sam Davis at 10. Had a good game. Tyler Morgan's fit. So... They're a, they're a good team. Dean Ryan's obviously coached there now, and you know it's it's one of those teams where it's not going to happen overnight. You know, it's a two three year process to get everything right. But look, good positive news for them. Um, that's it, really. That's all I re- that's all I really that's wanted, wanted to, to mention. Say, was it? And that's another win for the Scarlets again. But yeah, I mean Leicester as well, not doing so well in the Gallagher commanding victory over over Powell, 41-20. I don't know if you've seen the Jonah Holmes try. It was just I have. fantastic. Yeah. What an in and out that was. It's great. To and keep your balance, it's really yeah, it tough. Brilliant. He's, a big, he's a big boy as well, mind. He is a big boy. You don't necessarily see it on the TV. Mm. He's a big fella. Mm. They're big boys these days, Tom. I should say game, no? Welsh international Jonah Holmes is what I should say. Yeah. Um, but we'll start, shall we, with... Gloucester to lose. What a start yeah. from Gloucester. 11 points, I think they were up at half-time. And quality teams will keep that lead. But then when you're playing against, well, superb teams like Toulouse, 
it's difficult. Um, I have to say, Joe Simpson's tries were <laughs> were up there for tries of the season, tries of the Fastest year, tries school, of the decade. I... Mate, he's 31 years old, and often when you're, you're getting a little bit older, the first thing to go is a little bit of pace. Is your hair. There's... <laughs> When when you're 23 years old, the first thing that Pete starts Short to used go, to call him sheephead, and he hated it because he had like so he kept a few curls going on top of the face, like your sheephead mate. Get rid of it. What you've got's rubbish anyway. Get rid of it, lad. Sheephead, stop it, Shorty. I don't like it. His pace, <laughs> his pace makes up for his hair loss. It was phenomenal. Does it? Yes. Does it? And it's In not real life. It's not just. It's like looking at old videos of Jiffy. You know, yeah. You know, it's it's quick off the mark, but the ability to hold that pace as well and that speed. You know, so many people are sharp. So many scrum halves are sharp. Like I don't know, Danny Care say, be sharp off the mark. That Just awesome. yeah. But would they be able to hold that pace for seventy, eighty meters? Kovas Reinach, yes. Yes. Joe Simpson, yes. Mm. Also, yes. Yeah. So. I yeah, mean, lush tries, really good. They but were. Toulouse were very measured, weren't they? They were very mm. relaxed when they went behind away from home. Yeah. How many times have we seen? I mean, you and I have played against Toulouse sides that are, frankly, you could put in a World Cup and they could beat the All Blacks. They've got that many caps in it. In them. We've played against those teams that have been brutal one week and mm. a few weeks later at home, they're like playing against under-15s. They were just soft as you like away from home a lot of the time if it didn't go their way. And Toulouse weren't. They're, they've changed. That second half, they had 75% possession. They had 76% territory. So it was a proper turn of the tides, really. Everything yeah. was, was Gloucester first half. Everything was Toulouse second half. They just scored. It's Gloucester's discipline that let them down. It was just more penalties. It's one of those second halves where you, when you're commentating, you say... Um, don't know what don't know what those Toulouse coaches said at half time, but it certainly worked. <laughs> <laughs> had an orange at half time, have they? Those half time oranges must have had something in them. <laughs> not steroids. Not steroids, guys. Not steroids or illegal drugs. Uh, I love Gavin Henson's tweet about because Warren Gatlin's come out and said he thought that one guy was doping in the world. Love it. And Gavin Henson said, "I'll happily take a lie detector machine, um, and let's find out who it is." One issue with that. They don't count as legal evidence, mate. Mm, yeah, but... They're beatable. They're beatable. Yeah. Yeah, well, you should know. You've been on Jeremy Kyle, so... Yeah, exactly. They're beatable. Mm. So, you know, I don't... And what was she? Was she your sister or your mum? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Turned out to be your... <laughs> um, I went down to the wreck. I know you weren't there, but I did see a huge advert on the big screen they got oh, in the corner. Christ. Tales of Tokyo with David Flatman. Great. Twat. Great. That's what so that's my what was, mate. You know Bill, you know Bill Vazilia. That's his company that's done that to me. That's what my mum wanted to go and see. Tales yeah, well, coming, of Tokyo. Tale. What tales are you going to say of Tokyo, mate? Tales of what well, I, I got up. Know. I got up. I went to the England camp. I was there all day. Did one interview. Went home. Met Shanks on my day off. Went to the gym. Thought about doing cardio. Couldn't be bothered. Went for a katsu chicken curry. Then a coffee. Then bed. Yeah, I watched loads of Netflix. I watched Unbelievable on Netflix. Then I watched this. Then Please I watched watch this. Money Heist on Netflix. Mm, start, I watched two of them, and I thought it was old oh, Benny Backhouse, who was the producer for our ITV. Benny uh, World House. Cup pod, who we might be joined forces with again. He recommended it to me, and I'm in. I'm in. I'm on the second series. I'm on episode nine of the second series. It's All right, good. I will have a go, but after the devil next door, okay. nightmares of Treblinka, okay? Okay, so anyway, I'm at, I'm at the wreck. I see that on the board, and then all of a sudden, I get some text through to my phone, and it's you in your jacket, with a scarf, with a flat cap on. I'm thinking, oh, my God. As he lost a bet, but why? What? Who's sending you pictures of me in a hat and a scarf? Um, just people, just my scouts. Who? My scouts. All right. Because I know, I know that you send me abusive screenshots of people that we know. Because everyone does it. I do it too. Okay, it was Sophia. All right, she stole my. <laughs> da- <laughs> your daughter. Um, oh, I don't know, mate. Just people, just people on the lads' groups. 
you know, what's he wearing? My, my kids are gutted. They can't come on the podcast tonight. And they said, we want to speak to Uncle Llama. <laughs> but, Uncle, yeah. flat. So I covered that game, okay? I covered that game with Jerry Guska. We were five live. I'm sure none of you listened, but How was Jerry? it was good. Jerry's always good. Jerry's always good. I, I love seeing him. Love seeing him. Um, does he is he is rugby's Didier Drogba because he does he's like Adebayor he does what he wants yep he just does what he wants yep yep says um, what he wants and I, I admire that. that I like that there's love no it. sitting on the fence um, if there's a a little mistake a little error he will voice his opinion about it and sometimes you same know, with Brian Moore just sometimes when wants. you're commentating on the games you you know you let a little error slide won't you depending on who it is or or yeah, what's I, going I on in the game? He won't. He hates mistakes. But brilliant bloke. Going to play golf with him soon. We get on. Put it that way. Um, and not not a good game. Not that. a good game. It was dry, but the pitch looked really heavy. And yeah, Bath a lot of possession, mate, in the first half. But I don't well, know. They sacked, I, my, they sacked my mate Dazza. They sacked my mate Dazza a few years back from doing the pitch. Really. He had it perfect, mate. And they well, it was soft. It was soft because of the weather, but the you know because of the the rain that we've had. But the actual weather was good, so it was a good day for rugby. And both Burns were playing. Billy and Freddie. I wish they were playing against each other at ten, but Freddie was at fifteen. They started with Reece Priestland and Bath. Bath looked good off set piece. All right, when they had set piece, Roberts was going up the middle, getting over the game line. They did a couple of variations and looked pretty good down the wide channels. But then, if you're good off set piece. You know, second or third phase, you need to be just as good. And they weren't. Also slowing a lot of ball down and Bath just end up going sideways. They're playing way too much rugby. Um, you know, after three or four phases, when you don't go anywhere, that's when you've got to set yourself up to kick. And they weren't. They just tried to play non-stop. Um, and they had a chance to win it as well. They really had a chance to win it. They, now, they gave that, away... They gave away. incident. Hold on. Before we get there, Chudley... All right. Chudley tried to thread the ball through into traffic. It bounced up into Cooney's hands. He runs under the post. Simple try for Ulster. Um, and second half then, the try, you've got McConaughey down with an HIA. Freddie Burns has got crap. He can't do really anything. And the ball is kicked through and Ulster get on the end of it because Bath effectively are down to 13 men. What I did like was uh, was Bath's try. Offset piece. Scrum, probably just to the right-hand side of the post. Really simple. Chudley goes around the right-hand side, right? Sells everybody. Everyone thinks he's going there. Uh, Mercer, off the back to... He hits um, Jonathan Joseph. Jonathan Joseph throws a, throws a miss past a guy called Hamer Webb, who's just come on the field, a teenager, and he scorches in. Uh, Let me tell you about him in a minute, boy. Okay, but, but you know, Will Addison makes a pretty poor tackle there, but Hamer Webb just fades on the outside. But Bath, right at the end, had a chance to win it, and they were playing high tempo. And you just think sometimes, why can't why can't you start like this? Why couldn't you be as accurate as this all through the game? But anyway, with five minutes to go, it's a bit of desperation there. And it is an unbelievable tackle by Jacob Stockdale. Now, he gets... Well, it's an interception, actually, isn't he, it? Yeah, okay, it's an interception. He he could have tackled him, but he intercepts it. But he gets barreled over in the first half by Rocket Aguni. Rocket Aguni just spots yeah. him out, runs at him, and just off, unloads onto him. Anyway, but what the the thing... And I know Unload some people have seen... him. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen BT Sport, and I've seen Brian O'Driscoll. He's describing it. But... The best thing is what Stockdale does is that when he goes, when he he hinges in to make the tackle, he doesn't follow through in the tackle and he stays alive, and that allows him to get back because he has to he has to jam in when the ball's coming across. But he could have easily just gone in for a big hit, fallen on the ground. If he falls on the ground, it's a try. Zach Mercer yeah. two on one, but he doesn't. He checks the defender, turns, gets back, and gets himself in that passing channel. Uh, it was an incredible bit of defence and. Saves them the game, wins the game for them. Wasn't the most exciting game flats, but it was close all the way. Two things, three things. Hamer Webb, I felt like he scored that too easily. Yeah, he did. Uh, the defence is there. It's just uh, Will Addison sets himself too early, goes to tackle too early, he's too far away. Uh, it's it's a nice little shimmy though. 
Hamer Webb, he doesn't just run straight, mate. He does a little outside arc, and that outside arc just allows him to slip out of the tackle. But you're right. I mean, the last man, they Ulster have defended that okay, because the last man you always leave to the 15. Just just poor technique. That's all. But, he, but Will Addison is so lively, mate, at 15. Oh, he's great. I, I, really I just is. like watching him run. Mm. He's he, a bit like Ian Bolsher, the way he runs. Love watching him run. Um, second thing about Hamer Webb is that I've seen him in the gym, and players are a different breed now, boy. Yep. He is a unit. And he's got the sort of body you can only dream of. Secondly, that's secondly. Thirdly, Lawrence made a good point on BT that I didn't spot it when I watched the game live, was that the hit on Mercer yes. as, it, as he delivers the pass is a flat-out no-arms tackle. Now, if you're going to tweet us and say, just because you play, played for Bath 38 years ago, don't bother because it's balls. Um, well, I did, but I don't care about that. Um, Lawrence didn't. That is a Lawrence didn't. That is a flat out penalty. There is no two ways about it. It's just been missed, and referees make mistakes. But it can't be missed no, by it can be missed TMO. by a ref, but it can't be missed by TMO. Sorry. Oh uh, uh, yeah, and that is a flat out mistake. And Ben Skeen doesn't miss a thing. Bath have good goal kickers. I reckon that is the difference between winning and losing that game. Yeah, the six inches in front of you. Anyway, it's the way it goes. Brilliant from Jacob Stockdale, like mega, but. They got away with one there. Mm, they did. They did. Who did you see? Um, did you see Claremont? <laughs> did I? Firstly, well, firstly, um, Ibatoy's try first is unbelievable. No, it's not like, his try. It's not his try. He doesn't score it. Oh no! Sorry. Okay. Okay. Offloads it, but he should have scored right it. His break. He should have scored it. Really? Yeah. Like, I know. just unbelievable athlete. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's great. However, Claremont. Okay, let's talk about Yato and Raka. Because I would, I did that tweet where I said my favourite players to watch in the world are these guys and they're Fijian. And I forgot Semi Randraja and you corrected me because you're (laughs) Norse. I'm glad you did, but up yours. And um, they are literally, I would pay money to watch any of those guys on a good day. They are so, like watching Yato play. I know. Even at the World Cup, before he went off against Australia, I remember sitting there with my mate Hilly and I was like, mate, it's he's in the World Cup and it's not fair. He's so much better than everyone else on the field. It's not fair that he's playing. He was incredible, mate. He's he was brilliant that game. What pace, oh what pace he has as well. But his movement. I and know. he's a mate, he is a and you don't need telling this, he is a proper unit. He's a huge guy. Are we thinking then that Claremont could be it could be their year? I'd love Claremont to win it. I'd love Claremont to win it. Um Benders with Benders at the back. Do you see? Yeah, do you see him just? I mean, the game. The game was already won, but the step he just falls, doesn't he? No way near. Yeah, so so good. A lucky mate. Yeah, you get that though sometimes, don't you? But it's it's, it's like it's good seeing your mates play well and win really well, and then get stepped right at the end and humiliated, isn't it? Perfect <laughs> that because you can laugh about it. But I just like the way Bendy has had two neck ops. Well, a couple of neck ops. He's had shoulder ops, all that sorts of stuff. It was saying on the telly. And he's still, and he's little bloke, and he is still absolutely smashing into contact. Yeah, like yeah. he just wipes himself out. He's he's like Lewis Moody, but different position. Doesn't he shy away, so, does he? He's so brave, mate. So brave. He should have a load of England caps. That's I watched brilliant. Northampton Leon. Uh, I re- actually, yeah. I really enjoyed that game. Uh, good to see Dan. Yeah, Bigger I did actually. Yeah, back. Um, not that he went missing, but back in action and. It's fair to say that the World Cup disappointment of possibly disappointment of losing a semi-final by three points hasn't affected him. Kicked really well. Lovely set of hands as well for Rory Hutchinson, who the line he hits is brilliant. It's just a little... Dan Big is under a lot of pressure. A little flick pass. And if you get to see it again, watch Hutchinson just change his angle into an inline and just does his opposite number, which Isn't I think is just veracity. an absolute class act? That he boy. is. He scores tries. I mean, he gets on the end of tries. He reads games well. He's not the biggest bloke, but you don't need to be when you can hit angles like that because you just want to be running at arms. You know, when you you play to your strengths, you know, and his strengths are change direction last minute, um, yeah. footwork before contact. And he's obviously, he's got a great creating game as well. You know, so it's not just about being a strike runner. You can use him as a playmaker as well. So, um, yeah. 
Yeah, but, the, the, only, the the one thirteen I'd say I thought Slade played really well, but the one thirteen I thought was even better was Gary Ringrose on Saturday against Benetton. I thought yeah, he but, was great. Yeah, I think you've got to take opposition. Yeah. yeah, you know Benetton. Benetton are good. Like they qualify for Europe at their own right. They finished third in the league. They're not as good as Lyon, to be fair. And they're very tough team to play at home, yeah. but they're not as good as Leinster. You're talking about multiple European champions with the best academy system possibly in the Northern Hemisphere slash world with the amount of talent they produce, which just gets filtered out all over Ireland. Um, everyone talks about the Leinster Schools programme. It's it's phenomenal. If you took time and looked at all the Irish players playing in Connaught, playing in Munster, that have come through that we've, academy. We've already, we've already declared we haven't got time because you had to go. We to don't the, have time. And I got touch rugby later as well. So. And I, I went down fitness first earlier and did um, started doing chest and then left because I was starving hungry. Really? I I'd, yeah. Um, Cobus Reinhardt has massive hit. I think it's on Fernandez. It's brilliant off the back of the scrum. Just, yeah. I think he's just about to kick it. Oof, gets nailed. Um, but very good win for Northampton. They're back um, in winning ways, which... and. They That's are. Nice they, look, they look sharp. And how about Rassing? Yes. Ra- so, Rassing catch Van Doos. That was... Interesting, wasn't it? That's a European winning team's performance. That Now, I'd, you can say, look, it was a weakened Saracens team, but, you know, you've still got Lazowski, you've got Maitland, uh, Tompkins. Jackson Ray. Jackson Ray, Ben Spencer, Ben Jackson Earl. Singleton International. What about that collision with Ben Earl and... Camille ah, Shamp. Camille Cat. Mm. Oh my God. Clive the Cat. Um, it was like, yeah, but he just kept going, mate. He but just he rode gets, it, didn't he? When we were in Oita, he popped into our hotel a few times and you see him walk past and you say, oh, he's massive. He's massive. He's not, he's very big and very muscular, but he's not massive. Like, you know, yeah. he's probably six foot and 16 and a half, 17 stone. That's not massive. But the shape on the bloke and he's mm. the neck and the shape on him and the shoulders, you're like, oh my days. I'm not I'm not surprised he's riding hits like that, to be honest. He's an absolute unit. I suppose you look at Underhill and think the same. You think, right, yeah, you're, you're not massive, but you just How'd look. How do you dominate that guy? Yeah. yeah. And I reckon, right, I reckon I can look in the gym, I can look at people and I could, I could tell you if they were powerful or not. Because yeah. you just, people have a way in which they walk, a way in which they move. And you can just sense that, yeah, you're powerful. Uh, but that was a massive collision. And then that line from Vakatawa, he's he had such a good World Cup. Was he was he the best thirteen in the World Cup? Steady, mate. Steady boy. Was he? He's up there. He was certainly up there with his carries. He he had outside well, did you breaks. Pick him at 13 or Randradra? Um no, Randradra played wing. He can play 13, but he mostly played wing. Who did you pick in your World Cup team? Can you I remember? can't even remember. Um, but you're Manu, massively Manu, biased, I think. so Manu, probably would have all English players. Manu, yeah. I think, because they got a little bit further. But biased, the yeah. line from Vakatawa is... Delicious. Delish. Delish. It's Delish. beautiful. It's absolutely He's something beautiful. I, I, love, I love watching him. I love watching him. I just love those Fijian boys just... Uh, Finn Russell, though, do it for me. I mean, there's a guy that hasn't let World Cup um, disappointment hold yeah. him back. He was he was everywhere. Everything that Rassin did was all really came from him. Um, the half break that sets up Teddy Thomas' try, which is a complete try. I don't care. Mm. I've seen so many angles of that try. The foot it's doesn't hit the line. Try. It is a try. Very well finished. He can finish that bloke. Um, well, yeah, he literally scored a try. Yeah, he can. <laughs> but how many how many players could finish that try from where he was? It's a skill, mate. It's a, it's a skill being able to finish that. Not everyone can 30. finish that. Um, Give and, me an hour, I'll name 30 players and then, <laughs> finish that. And then Ben Russell slicing through for his try as well. Look, it was it was a great performance for him. Rassing. Well, Sarri stuck in there, but they didn't. They didn't have the firepower. And um, when I turned on, I thought it was Rugby X to start with. I thought, wow, is Rugby X on again. Yeah, I know, it's mad in it. Yeah. Uh, good win for Connor against Montpellier. Before That's... we before we touch on that, mate. Oh, uh, what have you right, have, right. have you seen much of Manu Vinopola at ten for Sarri's? Because yeah, you didn't I've, really I've get a good look at him. Played, yeah. Didn't really get a good look at him at all for Sarri's because they didn't really launch no. any proper attack. I think he. 
you know, he hasn't played with all the rock stars yet. I think there is a tendency to expect, naturally, we expect him to be a beast. Mm. And I think he's not a beast. I'm sure he's a very physical, a perfectly physical player, but he seemed, when I've watched him, he seems to actually do the basics quite nicely, which is a great place to start. And, you know, if you have an absolute beast at 10, how often do you have an absolute beast who does the basics really well? Not very often at all. Now and again, you get someone who will smash people to bits. Luke McAllister, but he probably wasn't a 10, more of a 12. Yeah, Luke, Luke McAllister, Johnny Wilkinson, Butch James. Um, who was the Blade? Oh, well, Thomas. The Blade? Sorry. Oh, well, Thomas. The South African, what was his name? Big tall fella, played when we were kids. Henry um, Honeyball. Henry Honeyball. You know, but you don't get many. Knowledge. Um, well done. But you don't get many. So I think he, he may or may not be that, but I think he seems to do the basics really nicely. And... Um, yeah, he he looks a tidy player. Although I've only seen bits. I've only well, I've seen what he's played so far this season, but he hasn't played. Yep. Okay. Consistently with all the big dogs yet, but he looks tidy. Mind. You were just about to touch on La Rochelle Exeter. Is that right? No. All right. You I go. was going to touch on uh, Connacht Montpellier. We don't we don't need to go on about it, but Connacht lost a, I think they lost three starters just before kickoff, or you know just before kickoff failed fitness test or whatever, but. They did really, really well to beat Montpellier. Montpellier spending big dough, bringing big kitters and losing. So I yep. just thought that was a, a really Driving a really line nice out try, wasn't it? Right at the end. Bit of help with Bundiaki. Got him over. Yep. Well done. Yeah, lovely stuff. No, it's lovely stuff. And, and extra Chiefs out in La Rochelle. I mean, brilliant. Just brilliant. Carved them up. How good uh, were Sam Simmons and Joe Simmons? Fella. Sam Simmons carries way above his weight for one. Really powerful, low center of gravity, nightmare to deal with. But Joe Simmons' pass over the top to Tom O'Flaherty, that was Cipriani-esque. Remember with, uh, I can't yeah. remember who Gloucester Only Cipriani playing. had the advantage. Yeah, only Cipriani had. But that yeah. is, that's a looping, dipping pass, like a, like a cross-field kick would be. Just a yep. turn of defender, just to lob it over him with the right amount of power and just allows the flat to get on the outside. It was inch perfect. Off the left as well. Not that you should have left or right if you play 10, I should add. I never did. I never did. No. I got, uh, when we were at training once in 1998, I, we were doing a passing drill. And if I got a, had to make a long pass left-handed, I would like turn my back to the opposition <laughs> throw it right-handed. And Kieran Bracken's like, why are you doing that? I said, I can't pass off my left hand. Why not? I said, I've just never done it. Um, and he was like, right. And he actually put a load of work in and did loads of extras with me, just bits here and there for about the next few months. And then I was still never a great passer, but it got to the end. It got to the point where if I was a three out of 10 passer on my right, and that was my better hand, I was a three out of 10 on both. So I could do both but you'd, as comfortably. In today's game, though, you'd have to do more. It'd be way more involved in training. Oh, God, yeah. Because... Yeah, but that's, I couldn't do it. No. So just get, out, just get out the way. Get out the way. Hit rocks. Yeah. No, I could do it because I was naturally very, very dexterous and skillful, as you well know, but I just decided to concentrate on my strengths. thought Ian Whitton was really good. Um, well, industrial at 12. Game suited him. Just Industrial up or industrious? Both, mate. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just I was in the flow then. Just doing all the dog work that you don't really want to do. You know, he loves that sort of stuff. He's not like Henry Slade out wide, offloading, outside breaks. Yeah, he's growling. He's growling. He wants he's all a big old horse, He wants mind. the scraps, mate. He wants the scraps and he loves them. You walk past him ever. He's a big old horse, mate. Yeah, no, you can tell he's a big old horse. He's, he's actually a lot quicker than you think as well. But No, you don't know how quick I think he is. People think. Okay, yeah, they... What do they know? Not though? always talking to you, all right? What Honest. do they know? Uh, and Henry Slade's fast, mate. He's fast. He's got a new. Is he? He's got a new haircut. He's, he's got a new haircut. He looks perfect. Okay. Yeah, they go. That was a beautiful win. Love that. Really, really nice. Um, and a quick, just a really quick word on Munster. They look decent and powerful, but I don't think they're up against much. And I don't think the medium, the short to medium term future for Ospreys is particularly exciting. Do you? Um, Good by Munster at the end because the clocks, they've gone for the four-pointer, uh, the four-try, sorry. They've gone for the bonus point. Didn't have to, but stuck by their guns. Um, real nice try by Andrew Conway. Um, Love that try. Yeah, it was it was a nice try. Wheels, eh? Properly quick. Yeah, Mike Haley was good. Um, but yeah, look, the Ospreys, 
it's not looking great. Dan Lydiot did play well, mind. I thought Dan Lydiot had a good game, but it's not gone well for the Ospreys this season. They need their stars back straight away as Question. soon as they can. Um, Question. They've lost Corey Allen. They've lost Dan Evans, who is probably their best attacker at 15. Uh, they've lost James King as well. They lost them both. They lost those three in the first game of the season against Ulster. Um, and they're finding it tough. What's your question, big boy? Has Dan Lydia ever played badly? Uh, no, he doesn't. I mean, his game with his game, he can't really play badly because exactly. he's just a destroyer. He's he's a chopper. And would you call me? Would you call him? If you've got a seven that is brilliant at the breakdown, then if a six can tackle low and sink them straight away, then it just gives you seven a lot more time to get in the, on that him. ball. Yeah. So, no, it doesn't. Um, I mean, if there's anything that weakness to his game, and everyone's got weaknesses, so I, I don't mean he's a quality no, player. No, go on, say it. Stab him in the back, go on. Is yeah. You probably just want to see him carry a little bit more, but then, you know, he's he's often hitting rucks. You know, it's, it's the balance, isn't it? Because the bloke's massive, right? He can carry really well. But certainly the strength of his game is just stopping the stopper. Chopper. He's a chopper. He's absolutely he's an absolute chopper. Yeah. Um, so they need they need George North back. They need Gareth Anscom back ASAP. They signed um they didn't sign. They let go of Sam Davis. He's gone to the Dragons. He played mostly ten from last year. Uh but Anscombe's injured. He'll make a big difference. So will Anna Wynn Jones. So will all the boys, Tipperick. Um, Henson North Henson yeah. Hook um, Tia Tia Mike Shano, Holler, yeah Philo Tia Tia Lee Byrne Adam Jones Duncan Jones will make a big difference when he comes back wouldn't he John Thomas uh, JT yeah JT Lloydy yeah Nicky Walker Lloydy comes back Nicky Walker Nicky Walks um, yeah. so Bully they've got, they've got to get Millwood, him back they've got bully. to get him back Bully got to get Bully back got to get Bully back they've struggling, got to get him back so yeah basically Flats, they're struggling. Uh, the Blues won, but they, uh, they're they in the challenge. It's only the Ospreys that are in the main competition, so obviously the competition is going to be better and higher standard. Uh, but the Scarlets, Blues, and the Dragons all won in the second-tier competition. And that is your roundup, folks. Oh, God, I'm knackered. Take a breath. What are you having for dinner? Uh, i got spaghetti bolognese for dinner, which is the UK's favourite dish. Uh, it's homemade. Uh, it's not out of a jar. Budgie, Budgie couldn't eat that and then go and play, though, could he? No, I'm not eating it yet. I'm going to have it after touch. Uh, okay. Um, are, you do, are you doing fasted cardio? Is that what your touch is? No, I've just I've been terrible, mate. I, I was so hungry this afternoon. I had to go to the local baguette shop and I had a chicken tikka baguette on white with a pack of Monster Munch crisps and a bottle of water, meal deal, but I'm not an animal, so I had water. And I've just had a shed load of bread. Bake some bread. The kids right. love baking bread. Slash, I do. You're like the new Phil Vickery. Yeah. I text him. I tweet him, sorry. Instagram him. Phil, is this all right? God, Vix is brilliant, man. He makes some amazing stuff. I know. I know. How many hints have I got to put? How many times have I got to say amazing, mate, until he says, hey, come over one day, mate? Nothing. Mow the lawn with me, mate. Nothing. He hasn't invited me. Nothing. Really? Um. Yeah. Good luck. We've done a job. That was really rugby heavy that second half, wasn't it? I'm really tired. Just now. before we go, anything exciting going on this week for you? Oh crikey! But keep it um, keep it short because you know, don't the, ask we, me a question and then say keep it short. Well, no, you've got to. You've got to learn. You've got to learn um, because people are coming to the end of their workouts and their commutes now, and they want. I'm hosting a sporting speaker lunch next week for MBN, which is nice. Will Green was one of the speakers. That'll be good. Um, oh, I love Greeners. That'll be good, and get. doing a. The night before, I'm doing love it. What dinner with uh, Jill oh, Douglas? We're doing it for Doddy Weir and Matt Hampson at Battersea with like very nice flats. Well I done. I think there's you know 1,600 people there. Um, bit of commentary at the weekend. I mean, look, Tommy, it's fine. It's it's a good week. Okay, no no complaints from me. I'm okay? off to um, Wales Hungary Didn't tomorrow. Ask. Yes, Didn't we'll return you Wales Hungary tomorrow. What are you up to? Wales hungry tomorrow at the City Stadium. Win that the three games, and I'm mm. uh, Beaujolais Day on Thursday. So, oh, hello. yeah, um, Mac are going to be there, bro. Trader Matt Powell, aka Freddy Krueger. Um, that's the reason why kids shouldn't play with fireworks. Uh, he is. He's going to host it. 
we're hosting it for um, IVG, which are for, uh, which are Intervan Group, formerly EVS, uh, for Beaujolais. So a load of us are going down. Uh, just so you know, Matt people. Matt Powell's a great reason not to put your, he's proof that you shouldn't put your, your face in a blender, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I'm going to have some cauliflower and broccoli cheese now with a roasted almond topping I can crumble on top. Okay. Uh, and just so you know, people out there, that myself, Tom Shanklin, is putting together the Six Nations marquee at the Cardiff Arms Park. So we're going to get three to 400 people in. We've got a massive Wheel of Fortune, which we're going to build. Uh, we're going to get Andy Powell to be the greatest showman. I'm going to dress him up. He's going to spin it. That's all his job is, spinning the wheel. Forfeits, drinks on the head, money to charity, um, and yeah, tweet me, tweet me. Sounds great. Get at me. Um, come at me. What? Quick question. Well, Six Nations home games. It was. Thank you. Thank you. Warren Gatland thinks one of the players he coached might have doped. Who is it? What made you think um, of that? I've been saving it. I've got it on my laptop. No, saving what, it to the end. What did what what did I end. what hint did I give away for you to think that? You didn't. I've just got end of pod question okay. on my laptop. If you don't even know how to work your laptop. Um, I've got it in front of me now. Sure. Uh, who was it? Ooh. Who was it? Don't know. But if I had to hazard a guess. Um... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.